0: Well, praise the Lord and hallelujah! God is so good to us. I'm telling you, I am just enjoying Jesus. Hallelujah! I don't know about you, but um, every day, and, and, and I know you've heard it before as you grew, as you were growing up. Every day, where Jesus gets sweeter than the day before, and you're going to find out more and more and more that you have opportunities to experience Jesus, and when you do, wow! When you do, you're going to find out that guess what? The Lord gets better and better, sweeter and sweeter, more opportunities to experience him, and you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful life with Jesus. Yes, it, it, sometimes, you know, it takes work. It takes work. But you will find out that you can learn to enjoy the work. You, it says in more blessed. It, it's more blessed to give than receive. And then you go to find out, wow, I was doing giving. It was hard work, but I, I really enjoyed it. And you will find as you give, 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 it is a blessing to be able to give. I'm going to take a few moments real quick, real quick, if somebody wants to unmute and and testify, Somebody wants to just say, you know something? I had an opportunity to give, and I give, gave, and it did my heart good. Star six, unmute yourself. Give that quick testimony. Oh, I know what everybody's doing. I'm watching. I'm watching the screen. Everybody's waiting for somebody else to, <laughs> for somebody else. Let's see who's on the line. No, I can't see who's on the line either. All I see is uh, your area code and the first three numbers. But I see all these different boxes on here, so I know there's folks on the line. You got a testimony. You say you know something. This is somewhere where I gave. Now, it may just be that this is the key, and I'm glad it's anonymous so nobody knows who's on the line. Somebody had to give somebody something. You passed some money out the window, or um, there's a possibility that you uh, helped out someone, gave them some groceries. Come on. Somebody unmute, star six, and give that quick testimony. If not, I'm going to move on. Wow. You know what happened? Somebody hung up. <laughs> they said, is, is this the way it goes? I don't want to be on this call. Amen. Amen. I, I understand. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I, I was given, you know something? It's just a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to testify. It's a blessing that you give credit. Um, there's one of the ladies, <clears throat> I do lawn care for her. And each time I thank her, because she blesses me, um, and I'm able to do her lawn, and and she blesses me, and I say, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And she points to the heavens. Each time she goes, "Uh uh-uh, you know. And I know. I say, I thank God. You're right. I thank God. I thank God for using you to bless me. (laughs) Thank God, thank God, thank God. It's really all about him. But she says, you know what, the blessing is that God gave, a, uh, God gave me the finances to be able to bless you. And, and sometimes God will give you the finances to bless other people, and guess what, you bless yourself. <laughs> help us, Lord, help us, Lord. Let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. We lift you up and magnify you. You have been good to us. We celebrate you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for being able to get on another Bible study and to study your word. We want to be approved unto you, workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would allow your Holy Spirit to give us revelation knowledge of your word as we teach and as we receive God, we pray that this word finds a a, a lodging place in our heart, that we might not sin against you, that we might walk out this word, that we might be doers of the word, not just hearers only. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you're doing and what you have done. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. All right, now I see some folks came back. Somebody came back. If you had that quick testimony, I'm going to pause. I see some people are unmuted. If you if you don't have a testimony, then start six and I'll know you don't have a testimony and I'll move on. I'ma help some people out. I'll mute it for you. Okay, amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I don't know if you've been following along with uh um the chart that I posted on Facebook concerning the tabernacle, but we're going into a very, very um, wow, it's a very powerful, powerful part of the tabernacle that we're going in tonight. And, you know, I always like to do a little, <clears throat> thank you, Holy Spirit. I like to do a little bit of a recap, um, but this is going to be really, really short, because right now, really all I'm recapping is going in the gate. You know, when we go into the gate, um, you go into the gate with thanksgiving and praise, And then it says, be thankful unto him and bless his name. That's Psalms 100, verse 4. That's the gate. But then we go to the brazen altar. And when you go to the brazen altar, you will see that you deal a lot. You deal initially with salvation. You deal initially with salvation. Then we go into healing. And many times, again, I don't care how many times, some people get... um, I think they get frustrated with not getting their healing um, instantaneously or they didn't get a miraculous healing or their uh, bodies uh, continues to to deteriorate and they don't get their healing. And then they get frustrated with their relationship with God. Let me tell you something. You better always understand, um, and I, I think I posted something like this on the Mount Eden Facebook page, you can pray all you want. But you better understand God has timing. God has timing. God has seasons. And and when it's your season, when it's timing time for you to experience it, you're going to experience it. That does not deter me from requesting from God the the healing, the miracle, the the stronger walk with God. Alright? So salvation, healing, and then area number three was redemption. And last week we went through a lot of things that we are redeemed from. So please, if you did not listen to it, listen to that recording of last week's um, Bible study because it's going to uh, bless you when it comes to you knowing. See, what we're doing when we go into the tabernacle prayer, you start to realize all of the benefits. See, you don't take advantage of somebody when you know they've they've done a lot for you. How in the world are you going to take advantage of them? They bless you. I got folks in my life. They they I, they bless me, bless me, bless me. Now I'm trying to bless them. Guess what? They say, "No, I want to bless you more." <laughs> I'm saying, "No, no, no. It's time for me to bless you. I'm no more blessings from you. You you are overwhelming me with blessings. Thank you, Lord. So now it's my time." to bless you, and, and and I'm going to bless you. So that's redemption. So when God, thank you, Holy Spirit, when God blesses you with redemption, and you see so many things, so the salvation, the healing, the redemption, when you see all of that, how in the world could you not have a committed, thank you, Holy Ghost, a committed, Relationship with the Lord. Now, y'all keep me on point. If uh, the phone is going in and out, or if it sounds bad, somebody text me, and we'll see if we can make adjustments. Last week, I heard that we had some um, problems. All right. So, salvation is healing. Number three, redemption, and 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 know that we are redeemed from the curse. Know that we are redeemed from our sins. All right. Now, this next area, area number four, is going to be the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Now, watch this. I'm on. I'm on the website again. I'm on the website again, uh, like last week. Uh, this website is called Crosswalk. Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. But if you put in um, how did I? Well, I found it uh, gifts of the, the Holy Spirit. Gifts of the Holy Spirit. What the Holy Spirit? And this is this is the title of it. What is the Holy Spirit? And ten supernatural ways He empowers you. What is the Holy Spirit? Thank you, Holy Ghost. And ten supernatural ways He empowers you. Now again, I would love to take the whole night, the rest of our time, and really start to deal with you how you believe in the supernatural, how you believe in the spirit, to really talk about the spirit of a person, because many folks don't investigate, they don't look into, they're not inquisitive about the supernatural about the spirit that lives inside of them. And many folks, again, if there's not a confirmation God gives it of the reception of what you're operating in and obedience to God says how you operate in it, then guess what? You're going to live a frustrated life when it comes to the things of God. You're going to have some real great challenges when it comes to the things of God. Why? Because the majority of it is done in the supernatural, in the spiritual, all right? If you're on that page, wow. This is, again, I'm going to give it to you, crosswalk.com, crosswalk.com, and and I'm sorry, something's going on with my voice here, cross, C-R-O-S-S, walk, so I'm not sure if everybody's understanding, crosswalk.com. And it says, what is the Holy Spirit and ten supernatural ways he empowers you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit illuminates the mind of people. It makes us yearn for God. It takes spiritual truth and, watch this, makes it understandable to us, Billy Graham, written by Billy Graham. Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, watch this, above the who is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a beautiful and powerful part of who God is. We need him in our in our life as a conduit, taking it from one place to another, to become who God created us to be. And through his power, we have aid, watch this, in all situations. Without him, we're powerless. So if you find yourself in positions where you're powerless, and, and three days later, you're powerless, and, and I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling like you're God's favorite. You're not feeling like you have power. You're not seeing God move in, in, in miraculous ways. And, and all of these blessings that are supposed to be given to the believer, you're not experiencing them, then guess what? You need to tap into the Holy Spirit. You need to ask God and sit down and have a conversation about you and your relationship with him through the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Our first encounter of the Holy Spirit, watch this, is the conviction of sin. It shows us that none of us can live up to the righteousness of Jesus. Now, what I like is that they dig into the scriptures here when it comes to uh, the judgment that is coming to those who die without the Savior. You look at John sixteen eight through 11. John 16, 8 through uh, 8, 8 11. All right? Very quickly. Uh-huh. That'll be good. Uh, could I get somebody to read that? And, and then they unmute and they read. And I probably wouldn't get a reader. <laughs> it says 16, 8 through 11. No, I might just. I might just. 8 to 11. Watch this. And when he is come, he will, watch this, reprove the world of sin. He reproves the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. And I said, All the time, you're going to see it. Righteousness is always going to pop up. Righteousness, righteousness. Now, again, some of the challenges that you have with the Holy Spirit is that you don't have a goal in your life to live righteous. And that's where I go to my will be done. Yeah, it feels good, so I want to do it. And God says, "Do it another way, that's His will. Thy will be done. You got it your own will. Part of the challenge is you're not experiencing the power of God, the comfort of God, the relationship with the Holy Spirit, uh, the relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. And guess what? It could be because of a sin, a sin nature, that you refuse and sin I'm not talking about something that we all dub as sin. Disobedience is sin. All right? Eight through 11. It says uh, of righteousness we did that and because watch this uh, verse number 10 nope I better read number nine again of judgment and then number nine of sin, because they believe not on me of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more of judgment. Because the prince of this world has is, is judged now that's again the ammunition for the believer. That's why when I'm talking to someone and I'm trying to encourage them, and they start talking about, well, well, you know Satan always Satan all that, I say, "Listen, I take Satan out of everything. I'm not giving Satan credit for nothing. It's up to you. You, you. you pick up your own mindset, and that's what I love about our Bible study. This is not me telling you this is the right or wrong way. Let me tell you, you tell me what what you're doing. And then I ask you, how's that working for you? Because I'm telling you, if you start to take Satan out of everything, Satan's on my track, Satan was tempting me, Satan was uh, had me up, Satan this, that. Listen, I put everything on God. It's either God did it or God allowed it. And if God did it or God allowed it, then it has something good for me. Why? Because I'm his child. And and whether you want to admit it or not, I'm his favorite. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I am his favorite. No, you gotta have your own testimony. You say it for you. All right. Watch this. We did that. John sixteen, eight through eleven. As we repent, confess and confess our sins and receive the gift of salvation, the Holy Spirit regenerates our dead inner human spirit which now becomes sensitive to the spiritual things of God. Now, have you experienced that? As I flip to John 3, have you experienced that? Have you started to experience uh, uh, the Holy Spirit in your life? If not, let me tell you something. Your prayers, your prayer, listen, you can have a great prayer time because what you said to God and what you imagined of either from his word or or at that moment you imagine some things and then when you come out of prayer you go right back to your same old way of living Uh-oh, what was that? Hello? Something just happened on my phone. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a call. It might be a call. Wow. All right, let me hold on. Let me check. Okay, everybody looks good. All right, everybody knows if my phone gets cut off, please just stay on the line. If all of a sudden I go blank, just stay on the line, and um, I will dial right back in. But sometimes we have that to happen, and I have a couple of numbers on here that I'm not familiar with, so you may not know the routine. If, uh, if the phone goes blank, just stay on the line. It'll be silent for about two minutes. Uh, it shouldn't take me long to dial back in, all right? All right. Okay, so again, power in the Holy Spirit. There's power in you build your relationship through the Holy Spirit. John 3, 1 through 16, I'm not going to read them all, but please write those down in your notes and go back and read. And primarily in John 3, and why am I on chapter 1? John chapter 3, verses 1 through 16 and there was a man of the Pharisees. We don't want to go there. Da, 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 da. Drop down. Drop down to verse number five. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be what? Born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, you're not talking about waiting until um, the end of time and, and Jesus cracking the sky and then we get caught up to meet him in the air. Then you're going to see the... See, uh, the kingdom of God. You're gonna experience the kingdom of God. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about experiencing the kingdom of God right now. The power of the kingdom of God right now. And again, this is the story. This is the witness that we are have we should have as believers. As a matter of fact, let's let's flip that. This is the witness that we have. This is what we share. The kingdom of God is at hand, it's here, it's right now. You can experience him by the power of the Holy Spirit. All right? Okay, look at verse number seven. Marvel not that I say unto you that you must be born again. The wind blows. You don't know where it's coming from. It, it comes this way, goes that way. And so is everyone that's born of the Spirit. That's the C portion of verse number eight. Nicodemus answered and said, um, how can these things be? And he answered in verse number 10, I said, art thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak, watch this, that we do know, that we do know and testify that we have seen and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, things that you can see, things that you can touch, things that you can smell, things that you can hear. Ye believe not. Shall, watch this. Shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And this is why I'm saying we take the rest of the night and start to talk. Can we cross over as individuals from the natural to the spiritual? And then once we get in there, can we lock it in on that channel? Can you, no, 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 you're not going back to fleshly. You're not going back to operating with rolling your eyes and sucking your teeth. You're not going back with pulling the quiet treatment. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking to you. That's not, listen, that's not godly. That's not spiritual. That's earthly. That's using your power, your earthly power. So when I suck my teeth like that or when I raise my voice, when I use profanity and, 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 and I'm yelling at you, then I realize you do whatever I ask you to do. That's power in the natural. You want to switch over to where you're using spiritual power. And let me tell you, you're not going to experience the patience of God, the love of God, until you start operating in every situation. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm in mean, as much as you can. You're trying to get it to 100%. And then you'll start to see the power of God. You're not going to... Watch this. How in the world are you going to experience the power of God, the relationship with God through the power of the Holy Spirit, and you're doing everything earthly? You're walking. You're operating in disobedience. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It says there, heavenly things, verse number 13, and no man hath ascended... Up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven—know your history, know where our Christ came from—even the Son of Man, which is in heaven, he's gone back now. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Now we're experiencing Christ. Already, he's already ascended. He's sitting on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He's given us the word right here. This is what's got to go down. You've got to start operating in, in earthly things. The Son of Man is going to be lifted up. Verse number 15 says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have what? Eternal life. See, that's a great part of your joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Why? Because he has an awesome plan for my life. What is that? That I have eternal life. What in the world can get me down? What can separate me from the love of God when God gave his son for me and ushered in the kingdom of God into this earth realm that now, no matter what man does, guess what? I got eternal life. If I die here on earth and this body dies, guess what? I go on to be with the Lord, absent from the body, present with the Lord. If I survive and Christ comes back, when he comes back, guess what? I go on to be with the Lord for eternity. So no matter what happens, guess what? You know the check is in the mail. Some folks said, you know what? I'm not worried about these bills. Why? Because of the stimulus check. They really had confidence in the stimulus check. Even though it may have delayed They had confidence in the stimulus checks. Why? They've got $1,200 coming, and when that $1,200 hit, guess what? I'm going to be able to pay this, that, and the other. The confidence that the believer has, not that the stimulus package is coming, that I live forever. I live eternally. This is what the Scripture gives us, the confidence that we're going to be able to walk in, that we're going to be able to live and habitate with God forever, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life, that's verse number 15, verse number 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, that was 1 through 16, right, chapter 3, 1 through 16, now watch this, drop in, if you're following with me, drop back to Acts, no, yeah, drop... You can go forward. John, the next book is at, and then look at verse number 38 and chapter 2. Verse number 38 and chapter 2. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When well, nobody but the Holy Ghost. All right? And Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For what? The remission of sins. And ye shall receive the what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. Have you repented and have you been baptized? Then guess what? You're supposed to be operating in the Holy Ghost. When you go into prayer in the morning, when you go into your noonday prayer, when you go into your prayer before uh, bedtime, when you wake up at midnight and get on the the, the uh, prayer, what do they call it, the God's Prayer Network, I think that's what they call it, uh, the midnight prayer, then guess what? You sit and meditate before 12 o'clock and you recognize all of the benefits that God has given you and you start to know salvation is mine, healing is mine, redemption is mine. Number four, the Holy Spirit is yours. Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. Write that down. Now, watch this. Follow me. There is a second work of the Holy Spirit when the when he baptized a believer. Acts chapter 2, look at verse 1 through 4. Acts chapter 2, looking at verses 1 through 4. It says, and when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sudden, I'm sorry, a sound, sudden and sound, really, sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And, they appeared, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it, thank you, Holy Ghost, sat upon each of them, and they were all filled, good God Almighty, with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues. Not the No, 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 not that. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Now again, you got some folks that'll say that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. They gave him the key. No, 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 no. Watch this. Look at the Message Bible translation, Acts chapter two. Now, if you look at verse number five, uh, Acts chapter two, and there were many Jews staying in Jerusalem. Just then, devout pilgrims. From all over the world. When they heard the sound they came came on the run. When they <clears throat> and when they heard one after another their own mother tongues being spoken, they were thunderstruck thunderstruck. They couldn't for the life of them, figure out what was going on. And they kept saying, aren't these all Galileans? How come we're hearing them talk in our various, watch this, mother tongues? Now, whether God got in the ear of the hearing, so the words were going out of their mouth in their own native tongue, and they was hearing them, so God put the translation in their ear. Whether uh, you give somebody, uh, and it doesn't say here, they say they could hear them in their mother tongue. Whether God, it's, it's it's amazing, it's fascinating. At this point, the Holy Spirit is doing something in the lives of the believer, and again. It's all the encouragement that we need is in the Word of God because it's whether you believe it or not. I believe that there were men and there were several different countries represented there. They were speaking and the power of God fell and and, and, and there appeared cloven tongues in the air like fire. And guess what? They were speaking and could literally hear their mother language coming out of another man who was speaking another language. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you can't get with it, then it's going to be hard for you to get with this relationship with God. And when you believe it, I'm not talking about passively, well, I don't know, yeah, yeah, it it possibly could be. No, 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 you're not getting it that way. It's either yes, oh my goodness, God is so great, he does that kind of stuff, or you don't. You believe it, or you don't. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right, that was Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4, and I kind of elaborated on there, reading it from the Message Bible translation. Now, it says, it's available To all, Acts chapter 2, verse number 39, stand in Acts chapter 2, look at verse number 39. It says, For the promise is unto you, and to your children, thank you, Holy Ghost, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's Acts chapter 2, verse number 39. It says here, It is available to all. Acts chapter 2, verse 39. It's a gift of empowerment, helping the believer to live what? A holy life. Righteousness, holiness. No, no, no. I want to do my will be done. Okay. Then you're not going to see the power of God operating. No, no, no. Don't get frustrated. Wait. Be patient until you're really ready to turn it over to Jesus and let him work it out. No, no, no. You talk in a real good game, but you're not walking nothing. You're not seeing it. You're not yearning for this power to operate, flow, uh, to be used in you. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, the helper, we become more like Jesus and are directed to do what? You know it's my favorite Father's will, to do the Father's will. This is what the Holy Spirit is doing. Furthermore, the gift of the, the gift is primarily for the empowerment to witness to others. Acts chapter one. We we write there in Acts. Acts chapter one, verse number eight says, What? Be ye and and, and I wrote in my Bible, but I be ye. Help me Lord. But I, not but ye, but I shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon me. And and in my Bible, I got it above the you, uh, come upon you, come upon me. This is my witnessing Bible. This is some of the little things I do. If you're witnessing to somebody and and this is a conversation piece uh, when you're talking to them about the Holy Spirit. And ye shall be my what? Witnesses. The Holy Spirit comes upon you so you oh, God. No, the Holy Spirit comes upon you so you can be his witness, so you can tell somebody about him. Father, please, that should be your prayer. You're praying for this and that, for this material thing or for this breakthrough. Pray, Father, that I might be used by the Holy Spirit to witness to somebody, that my witness, even if it's not book, chapter, and verse, If I'm not walking them through the the four spiritual laws, but that, that my life might be a witness that the character and the principles of God's word are being lived out in my life, that I make someone inquisitive about the life that how do I live this life? In the midst of everything that's going on in this world, how do I have this joy? How do I have this light in my life? How do I have this uh, peace? So even if I'm not uh, quoting book, chapter, and verse, that I'm a witness. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I said, 1 verse 8. Did we finish it? That you may be my witnesses, un- that you may be a witness unto me both in Jerusalem and then in Judea and in Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. Help us, God. All right? The next bullet, it says we are encouraged to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us up on a regular basis. I'm telling you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, and, and watch this, the Holy Spirit is encouraging me. He's giving me this burning inside. There was a season in my life, all I was asking for the Holy Spirit to just overflow, overflow. I just want to be saturated. I want to be saturated. I want to be saturated. That was my prayer over and over again. I'm not praying a whole lot of nothing else but Holy Spirit to saturate me. I had an image in my mind of a sponge, and when the sponge gets really, really full, listen, it's nowhere else for the water to go. It's oozing out of the sponge. You put it in, but it's like it's running right out. Why? Because it's filled with water. Holy Spirit, fill me with your spirit on a regular basis. When, when you feel depleted or need strength, ask him to replenish you. Look at this, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Flip there real quick. Ephesians chapter 5. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Verse number eighteen. It says, "And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be what? Filled with the Spirit. Where are you getting your prayers from? What kind of prayers are you praying? Where, where are you getting these? Where are you? How, how are you conjuring up these ideas? No, no, no. Use the Word of God to be your prayer. Be ye filled with the Spirit. Then Father, be fill me with Your Spirit. Why? That's what's going to help you to pray right. That's what's going to help you to walk right. Fill me with your spirit. That means get rid of everything else that's unlike you. Get rid of my, kill my flesh. You're saying a lot with that prayer. That's why I'm telling, I'm encouraging folks all the time. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That prayer is powerful. You're asking for a lot in the Lord's prayer. Excuse me. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, that should be your prayer. But be ye filled with the spirit. Father, fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Now, what we're going to start to do, and we'll, we'll stop and, and pick it up wherever we end at, and honestly, if we end it now, seven, uh, let's say 738, if we end it now, that is enough. Sometimes I wonder about doing an hour. At one point we were doing an hour and a half Bible study, and then we cut it down to an hour and right now, sometimes I just really wonder, are we biting off too big of a piece of the sandwich? You can barely chew. You put too much in your mouth. You're biting off way too much. You're not even consuming. I look sometimes at, at orators, great orators. They are, I meant they are speaking, and they have this hour, hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes. Wow, that guy went an hour and a half. And when I walk away, I can't remember hardly none of it. Are we biting off too much? Father, no, we're not biting off too much. Increase our memory. (laughs) No, Pastor, we're not doing no half an hour Bible study or no 45-minute Bible study. We're doing an hour. Okay, I understand, but think about it. When you walk away from Bible study, you got a few nuggets, and and then you take those nuggets and you try to live them not just for the sake of going to church, not for the sake of punching a car and saying uh, I was there for the whole hour. All right? Who is the Holy Spirit? We did that. Now we're doing, number one, the Holy Spirit is a helper. It's your helper. John 16 and 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper, the Holy Spirit, will not come. But if I go, I will send them to you. Now, here it is. I guarantee you. You look at some folks, and they, um, and and they would have prayed a prayer that Jesus would would not leave. No, Father, we want him to stay here. My will be done. No, 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 no. You better be in tune with the Spirit of God and understand he's got to go. When we think about the Holy Spirit, watch this. And how prim- this is how I primarily think of him God with us, helping and empowering us to live a flourishing life that radiates the goodness of God. Now, again, if you take a note, if you would printed it off and you got it in front of you, it's, it's his job to empower us to live a flourishing life that radiates, watch this, the goodness of God, that radiates the goodness of God. Help us, God. I don't know about you, but I'm constantly aware of my need for divine help. As my flesh fights for control, and some folks don't want to admit, you know what, it is nothing but my flesh. You can diagnose your own situation. It is your flesh. As your flesh fights for control, it is a spirit that steps in and helps me to be who God created me to be. That's a lot. That's a lot right there. No, no, no. I'm just pausing. Come on. you got to be honest with yourself. Are you letting the Holy Spirit rule? Are you living by the Holy Spirit? Are you living? Is the Holy Spirit prompting you that you need more word? No, no, no. You don't need to yell when you pray. You need to believe when you pray. It's very good if you yell. Sometimes I'm telling you, you really need to raise your voice when you pray. You need to get into your prayer. Before you really get into it, you need to make sure you believe. Because if not, watch this, if you don't believe, you're just yelling. What are you saying? But if you believe, then you're saying, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I declare and re- decree that every weapon formed against my family that's formed against this nation shall not prosper. You believe it in your core. And it, watch this. And the Bible says that if you've got a relationship with the vine, you're the branch, and you got a relationship with the vine. Guess what? You can ask whatever you will, and it will come to pass. However, those who have relationship with the vine, they're careful of what they ask. They ain't asking just anything. No, I want Jesus to say here. Oh, I heard what He said about the Holy Spirit coming, the Helper. But no, I want Him to say, no, you're not in tune with God. You're not in tune with the Holy Spirit. When you are feeling powerless or tired or like you're failing at life, you can have confidence as a believer that you're not alone. You can start each day knowing the Holy Spirit is there to help you. He is the power that sustains, energizes, and keeps you on the holy path. Do not hesitate to invite him in. Every day, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. And what I'm saying is, as you go into your day and you're walking through this tabernacle prayer, you understand salvation, healing, redemption, the Holy Spirit. Now, thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm telling you I'm his favorite. You're not going through and then having this in front of you. At times, the Holy Spirit is going to direct you that all you're going to say is thank you for your Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's going to go over the characteristics, so you're going to start to walk through in your mind, He he's my helper. He's my helper. It may stop right there, and in your tabernacle prayer guide, you move right on, And you're going to the next step. The next step, watch this, you got the Holy Spirit, then provisions. When we get to it, we're going to start talking about provisions, right? So when it hits the Holy Spirit, sometimes you're going to say, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for filling me with your Holy Spirit. If you're feeling depleted, you're going to say, fill me with your Holy Spirit. It's going to help you in your prayer. It may end right there. Then, at other times, you may start walking through some of these attributes. He's a helper. Number two, he's a sanctifier. He sanctifies you. If you missed the scripture for he's a helper, it was John 16, 7. John 16, 7. He sanctifies you. But you were washed you were sanctified you were justified in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the spirit of our god 1 corinthians chapter 6 verse 11 1 corinthians chapter 6 verse 11 sanctify means to set apart as sacred you wondering why in the world your relationship is not growing and you know you don't feel sacred You're not seeking sacred living. You have not felt the Holy Spirit, watch this, guiding you into a sacred relationship with God. No, I ain't doing that. I'm not talking that way. I'm not going over there. No, I'm doing this not because I like it. I'm doing it because it's obedient to God. I'll understand it better by and by. Good God Almighty. No, no, no. You're doing it. No, no, no. Sometimes folks get so settled And what I do, I do it, no, I do it this way. No, I do it God's way. You've got to be able to say, that's your testimony. I do it God's way, like it or not. Who are you talking to, like it or not? I'm talking to me, me talking to me. Like it or not, I'm doing it God's way. And if I don't like it and I'm doing it God's way, I'll struggle with it until I like it. Because sooner or later, he's going to show me that uh, Romans eight twenty eight he's working this thing out for my good. It means that you're set apart. Essentially, it is the purification of the sin and spiritually maturing, thank you, Holy Ghost, to become more Christ-like. This is an important process for the believer. Watch this. You know what it says, Work out your own soul salvation, because you've got to constantly let the Holy Spirit sanctify you. This is an important process for the believer, leaving behind the old and becoming the new person. But it's the daily process. but it's a daily process. If the, I know I know I talk a little fast sometimes, hey, write it down. It's a daily process. The sanctifying is a daily process. And it takes time. And some folks will probably go to their grave still saying, I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit to sanctify me. You've been a believer for 47 years. And you still wait. Why? Because my will be done. You're still doing things your way. You've got to, listen, it's gone. I'm not doing it that way anymore. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit wants to help. You In the process of sanctification, to die to your old self and be all that God created you to be, to be free from entanglement of sin. And like I said, I'm not talking, I'm not getting on you about your particular sin, this thing that you dub sin. Disobedience to God's word is sin. So how do you expect to experience this powerful relationship? How do you expect to see the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit working in your life and you refuse to love your enemy, do good to those who hate you, and all those kind of things? Can we get another one in? Yes, we can. All right. Number one was what? He's a helper. Number two, sanctifies. Number 3 He makes you more like Christ. He makes you more like Christ. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into the image with Every increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Your Bible says the same thing? Let it soak in. Let it soak in. Moses experienced God's glory on the mountaintop, but we have communion with him every day. Moses had it for them a little short period of time. You better understand when when, when God said that, that the uh the veil was rent and now you can come into the holy of holies, that's where we're heading in the tabernacle prayer. We're going into the holy place and then into the holies of holies and guess what? I'm talking right there in the presence of God. It changes the way you think. When you don't get up and you got sleep in your eyes, you just Father right there. Right there in the name of Jesus. No, no, no. You reverence him. You're understanding where you're going. You understand that this was a privilege for Moses to be able to go up and talk to God, and now you can talk to him every day as you walk through the tabernacle. And we're not talking about the tabernacle tent. We're not talking about the tabernacle in the uh, uh, temple. We're talking about a heavenly tabernacle that you're moving, you're transforming. Your spirit man is being renewed, transported into the heavenly. You're going up into the heavenly. You've got layers, the outer court, the first layer of heaven, the inner court, the second layer of heaven. You're going into the third area where God is into the heavens where Jesus Christ himself is sitting on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, and we've got business to take care of every morning. But you've got to reverence him. You're not going to usher yourself from earth to heaven, and and and, and you're just living any old kind of way. You're not going to make it in there. You're not going before God. You're going to stop. You may walk through the tabernacle just talking to stuff, but you're not going to experience it. When you start to go, wow, Where did that energy come from? Wow. Where did the wisdom come to answer that person when they asked me that? Wow. Where did that promotion come from? Wow. Where did that yearning and that earning to help this person and walk them through, you walked them through the four spiritual laws, and matter of fact, you did most of it from from your memory. Wow. Where did that come from? Wow, when they gave me the bad news that my family member was sick, where did that peace come from? Where did that confidence come that I'm going I'm going to pray? No, I'm not asking anybody else unless the Holy Spirit tells me to. Where did that come? Where did that empowerment come from? Where did that that desire to seek God before I answer? I I don't know where it came. I did not that wasn't my thought. It came from the Holy Spirit to tell you. Know what? Let me pray. That's not the way I normally talk. Because that morning, guess what? You encountered God. I'm not looking for you to encounter God through me. What good did I do? I'm a failed pastor. I'm a failed uh, Bible study teacher. Failed Sunday school teacher. If I'm to all you got at the end of all these years is that you can reach pastor and pastor praise, and, and I get whatever I want because pastor prays whatever I ask him to and, and, and I get it. No, no, no. I want you to have a relationship with God. And y'all know that's not me anyway because I'm going to pray that the awesome will of God be performed in your life. It's more more so than anything else I could pray. Father, I pray that they they hit the lotto. I pray that they get a a bigger house. I pray, no, 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 I don't know if you can handle hitting the lotto. I don't know if you can handle a bigger house. I don't know if you can handle a marriage. I'm not praying that you get married. I don't know if you're a good wife. I don't know if you're a good husband. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You want to be Christ-like. And Christ said, I don't do nothing that the Father don't tell me to do. You want to encounter, Christ encountered God. Moses encountered, he had communion on the mountaintop with God. Commune with God. You can do this every day. It says here, uh, no, I'm not reading that one. Our goal is likeness, And this takes place through the power of the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. It says, while we forced, while we forced, on a force. Good Lord, where is the F-O-R? This is focused. While we focused on sanctification and the diminishment of sin, in the previous point, this is rather a transformation into the image of Christ. And if it's okay with you, I'm going to stop right there. I think we done bit off a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a whole lot. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. My prayer for you is that you have more of the Holy Spirit. Well, Pastor, I need a house right now. I pray that you get more of the Holy Spirit. Pastor, I'm really lonely. I just wish I had a mate. I pray that you get more of the Holy Spirit. And not that the Holy Spirit or Jesus or God will be your husband or be your wife, but that your contentment, good God Almighty, with where you are will become a whole lot better if you get the Holy Ghost. If you start operating and depending, when you go into prayer, when the Holy Ghost, I don't care if you don't walk through all of these different attributes, all of the things that the Holy Spirit gives you. I don't care if you don't. Guess what? If you get the Holy Spirit, if you just say, God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit, you say, God, I'm acknowledging that your Holy Spirit is here. When you start to receive and operate and to acknowledge that daily, your life is going to change. Pastor, you said that kind of confidently. Let me tell you, you cannot encounter the Holy Ghost and stay the same. Amen. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>